It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. I received a copy of just such an interesting book. It's called Good and Cheap, Eat Well on $4 a Day. And at first I thought, well, that's kind of a fun budget cookbook. But then I was looking through the recipes thinking, this is kind of a yummy cookbook. And then I started reading into the background of the book and I thought, wow. Well, the author, Leanne Brown, is joining us today on Amy's Table to talk about what led her to writing Good and Cheap, Eat Well on $4 a Day. Welcome, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. So you are actually, you were off to earn your master's degree in food studies when this whole idea was brought to you. Tell us a little bit about what led you to write this book. You bet. Well, so it was my sort of culminating project, um, my thesis project for my master's degree in food studies. And it came out of a bunch of different, um, basically just keeping an open mind during my degree and thinking about a lot of different issues. I knew I wanted to um, help people get in get sort of back into home cooking. And um, one of the really big things that I began to notice, I think part of it is coming from Canada, um, where we have a different system, was um, I became really interested in the SNAP program and the food stamps program and started to feel as though, you know, people without a lot of money to spend are often kind of left out of the conversation around food. Um, the food movement is really exciting and really inclusive, but doesn't always think as much about uh, about how much things cost all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I felt that that was just something that was missing. And I know, you know, as a good home chef, um, that there is so much delicious food that can be had for very, very little. If you sort of think about things in an economical way, you do some basic shopping, um, uh, and you can have fabulous, fabulous meals. And so I, I just knew that I wanted to share that. Um, and then, so I made it for my thesis, and then I actually released it as a free PDF online, um, kind of not sure exactly what would happen with it. Um, and then it ended up becoming really popular sort of just within the first three weeks. You know, not much happened, and then it hit um, one website and went viral. And suddenly I was getting, I think I had 50,000 downloads of it in one night. And it like, wow. the website and all these people were writing being like, oh, we love this, but why can't we get it? The website's broken. Um, it was really hilarious. And um, yeah, and a really exciting moment because there were all these wonderful, people were saying wonderful things. People were saying that it was, they really appreciated it. I started to hear from all kinds of different people, people in all sorts of different situations. And also they started to share their own stories of hunger in their own lives or of when they were growing up or of neighbors and friends and family. And I realized that it was such an important conversation that needed to be had. Yep, um, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you mentioned in, in the write-up around the book that, as you mentioned, the SNAP program, the Food Stamps program, 46 million Americans have to survive on $4 a day. And you did bring up a good point that they are kind of left out of the food conversation. But then there's the millions more from students to grads entering the job market, young families, retirees, you know, people in between jobs, whatever it might be. So there is a real need. Oh, and absolutely. Yeah. The other thing is if you can eat this way, you know, really be more mindful of your budget, even if you almost don't need to. 
you'll find yourself with some spare cash. <laughs> yeah, well, and it can be, you know, it's such a satisfying thing to cook for yourself and to really learn. When you cook for yourself, you learn what your own personal taste is and you learn so much about how you can kind of make things work for you. And I think that's so empowering. You know, I would rather have, you know, my own fettuccine Alfredo any day of the week than almost any other restaurant because I know just how I like it. And I think that that's a really exciting feeling. Absolutely. Well, of course, it starts with not just what you cook, but what you buy. Yes. And I love that the book begins with tips for eating and shopping well. And so let's just kind of run through some advice from you on on how to eat and shop well. Absolutely. Well, so the number one thing, honestly, and it's sort of a complex thought, but it really just takes practice, is that you should buy things that you can use in a lot of different ways. So think through, you know, before you go to the store, what are you going to be making for the week? And and stock up on things that um, you're going to use in a few different ways. So if you really want to have tomatoes for something, think about what are some other recipes that you're going to use tomatoes in so you can be sure to get the most out of that. And, um, So it means really having sort of basic pantry stuff like good grains and maybe dried beans and eggs, sort of stuff that is going to last you that you can use week after week. And then supplementing that with uh, fresh uh, seasonal fruits and vegetables, which sort of add the excitement um, to things and and change sort of week to week uh, throughout the year. And uh, and really the recipes in the book are designed that way to sort of be super flexible based on what's available. Um, You know, there are a lot of recipes in a lot of books that will say, you need to use black beans here for this reason. But I always say, you know what? It doesn't matter what bean you're using or it doesn't. I always try to mention as much as possible um, alternatives so that people can take advantage of sales, take advantage of what happens to be cheap that week, um, take advantage of what they've got. Very smart stuff indeed. I, I like, for example, that your tip number seven is always buy eggs. And it's funny, my <laughs> yeah. son called me recently and he's like, I am broke. And I said, eggs, go buy eggs. Eggs will take you everywhere. Anything (laughs) tastes good in eggs. I mean, we're talking sweet or savory. They're really one of the most magical ingredients. So true. So true. Well, you've got some strategies as well in the supermarket. And let's begin with your thoughts on, on protein. You know, you said you're flexible on what kind of bean. How about protein? What are some inexpensive but really good sources of protein? Well, so we already covered eggs, so I guess I can't go over that one. <laughs> um, but then, you know, when you're thinking about if we're talking about meat, really, um, we it's absolutely possible to still eat meat. Um, you know, obviously the book uses a lot more uh, fruits and vegetables and doesn't have so much a center-of-the-plate meat approach. Um, But absolutely, you know, buying sort of those cheaper cuts, things like um, pulled pork, you know, which is like basically a pork shoulder, which is this really large cut of meat um, and very sort of tough, but it's incredible when you cook it low and slow. And I have a version where you add this beautiful spice rub to the outside. You just cook it overnight. You wake up in the morning and it's just falling off the bone, this beautiful tender meat. And of course, you know, you can have that as part of a platter. You can have it as a sandwich and a taco on a salad, and you can have it all the time throughout the week because it makes this really large amount and you can just use bits throughout the week. So that's the general sort of approach to um, meat in particular is really to have it as a part of other things that you're eating rather than always as, you know, half the plate. Exactly. I mean, in so many cultures, meat is used as a condiment instead yeah, of the center of the plate. We're really an outlier in this. We, we are, for sure. Well, you know, I'm sure some people are thinking through their heads, $4 a day, I could do it, no problem. And other people are thinking, $4 a 
day, how about $4 a meal or $4 a bite? But I'm looking at your ideas around oatmeal, and you're saying that really you can start out with oatmeal at 15 cents a serving. That leaves you three eighty-five for the day, people. (laughs) So, I mean, things like a basic whole grain, these are the things that I mean when I'm talking about the pantry, like oats, man, like you can get a giant box of oats and they'll last you, or bin or whatever, um, they'll last you for ages. And you can add in, you know, all kinds of yummy things to make that more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I eat oatmeal all the time. I eat it warm in the winter. I sometimes eat it cold uh, in the summer. And uh, yeah, and then it leaves you with a lot more room in the budget for the rest of the day. Absolutely. And you know, should your ship come in one week, here's one with pumpkin. You can also add that great egg we talked about. Oh, exactly. Yes, the savory version is always Even chocolate oatmeal. I love your ideas. But so, you know, breakfast really can be an inexpensive and nutritious meal. So what about lunch? What are some of your favorite money-saving $4 a day tips for lunch? Well, I actually have quite a few really great salads in the book that I think of as their sort of lunch salad. Um, one I actually made uh, with a few people this morning was a panzanella, which is amazing at this time of year. And it's a classic old school salad. You basically take day old or older bread, you know, that bread that's just too hard to really use in anything else, and you might throw it out instead. You break it up and maybe toast it a little bit more just to get some more flavor, and you throw it into a bowl, and you take tomatoes and cucumbers, and then other kinds of things are fabulous as well, Um, like peaches at this time of year, you know, other types of fruits that are in season, any sort of a juicy vegetable. And you salt that a little bit and let the juices come out, and then you throw it in with the bread. And I use a a spicy vinaigrette, so it's really, it's lime and oil and a little bit of jalapeno and a little bit of the tomato chopped up. Um, But you could use a basic dressing, or honestly, at this time of year, with the tomatoes being the way they are, you don't even need the dressing, just need salt. Mm. Um, But you add that all together and the bread just soaks up um, because it's so dry and hard. It soaks up all that flavor and acts like this flavor sponge, but it doesn't get so mushy because it's uh, it's harder bread. And it's just like, it's really phenomenal. People always love it. They're always really surprised. And it's such a great way to sort of use up something that you might otherwise throw out, sort of stretch something, make it a little bit more satisfying, last a little longer, last you to dinner, um, but still really refreshing and really enjoyable. That is really great. Again, it's called Good and Cheap, Eat Well on $4 a Day, written by Leanne Brown. And you can find out more about Leanne and the book at her website, which is leannebrown.com. Of course, I'll put that on amy-tobin.com as well. Well, Leanne, continued success to you. What's next? You got any more books in the future or another project? (laughs) Well, I hope so. Um, I'm thinking about what the next one should be. Right now, I'm really excited about doing the book tour and about um, working with Workman Publishing and with our distribution partner, Access Wireless, um, to get all these books out to people who need them and sort of see where the project goes from there. Good stuff. Well, I'm sure it's going to go well and go big. So, Leanne, thanks so much for joining us on Amy's Table. Thank you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102.